This is Coach Lee, and in this video, I'm going to talk to you about how you can move on after being dumped or left. Take a quick second, click the subscribe button below so you can be notified when I have more videos like this. That includes videos on relationship dynamics, marriage, mindfulness, and living the life you want to live. So click that subscribe button and let's get started. I have a list of five techniques that will help you to feel like you're making progress and moving on. And notice that I said, feel like you're making progress because this is not something that will happen instantly. And if it was, then you should probably be concerned about yourself because when you've been in a relationship with someone, you don't want to be able to just flick a switch and walk away. And I know there are some people who will tell you that that's exactly what you should do. But that seems to suggest that you would not have the ability to form close, committed relationships with people if you can just flick a switch. You are better off long-term to take the proper amount of time to mourn, to be patient with yourself, to feel and reflect what's going on, what happened, and the relationship itself. And in time, you will be ready to perhaps be with someone else. Or if your ex was to come back and you wanted to consider that, then that would be something that you could consider. But people often get upset at themselves and they'll say, why can't I just move on? Or why do I keep loving him? Or why do I keep loving her? Why do I keep hurting? And that's actually a sign that you are healthy emotionally, that you cannot just walk away. So the first thing that I'm going to tell you before I get into the list is to be patient with yourself. And that leads me right into the first technique, the first mind step that you can do to help you to begin the process or to speed up the process of moving on after being dumped or left. And that is embracing the idea that you don't have to move on immediately. That's where a lot of the problem comes for people is that they want to do it now and they want it to be fast. And so that's the frustration. They feel like I'm not moving on because it's not happening quickly. And at the same time, they think if it'll take a long time, that's really frustrating. That's something where you have to sit there and want something that's months potentially down the road. And so just giving yourself permission to take the time that you need and to understand it does not happen immediately. It should not happen immediately. And that's okay. That you are going to let yourself have those difficult days. You're not going to be upset with yourself. You're not going to be frustrated. You're not going to be complaining at yourself or feeling like that there's something wrong with you. You're going to give yourself permission to grieve this relationship and to slowly reach a point where you are emotionally stronger. And so you should not be surprised when you have difficult days. You should not be surprised when you have dreams and this other person shows up in your dreams. You should not be surprised when you wake up and you don't want to get out of bed. If you take away some of the element of surprise in that somehow you have disappointed yourself, you've let yourself down and you're surprised or you're shocked about it, that's helpful because you should be aware that because you are an emotionally healthy person and if you were in love with this person, then you will be on a road. It's not just an immediate destination. It is a road to a destination. And along that road, there's going to be days when it feels like you're not making progress, when you maybe even go backwards. But it's sort of like the old saying, two steps forward and one step back, you've still made progress. 
But for most people, just being aware that this isn't a snap of the fingers, this isn't something where you just have to be told the right thing and you will be over it, but that this is a process, an emotional one, where time is on your side either way. If you're wanting your ex back, or if you're just wanting to be able to function emotionally like you once could and you want to reach a point where you think, I have moved on to large degree, it's going to take time. And as I talk about in other videos, it's like baking a cake in the oven. You can't just turn up the heat and get the cake faster. Cooking, the time aspect, is part of the recipe. It's not just something that we can speed up by cranking up the heat, by hearing the right words, by doing the right thing, by hopping into a rebound. It takes time and you should allow yourself that time and be patient with yourself. Mind step number two, after you have realized this is going to take time, that this isn't going to be snap of the fingers, that's when you can start doing some internal work to help yourself begin to realize some things, to understand the new reality, and to grow stronger from your current wounded state. And that is at least one of the most important things is where you separate love from loss. I disagree with the route that says you must convince yourself that you never loved this person. And some people will even argue with someone, no, you didn't love them because they were this or this happened or you were once unhappy with them because usually you know if you loved someone. And sometimes after a breakup, what happens is that we can't separate the love from the feeling of loss. And I have talked about this quite a bit in that one way of getting your ex back, or at least a very, very important part, maybe the single most important part of getting your ex back is allowing them to actually feel the loss. Because at the breakup, at the breakup event, your ex feels control and you feel the loss. You feel that this is being taken away from you and there's nothing you can do about it. But the other person feels like they're making a decision and they're not actually having anything taken from them. They're giving it away. They're setting it aside and they could get it back whenever they wanted it because they had the control to actually move it from something they possessed to something they pushed away. And so they feel control. It's much like a dictator where this other person has all the control, can take your money, can take your possessions, can put you in jail and has an army. You can't fight back. You can't do anything. All you can do is beg for mercy because you don't have any power, which is what we often do with our ex. We beg them because we feel that we have no power. They have all the power because they have the control. We only have the loss. And that can masquerade itself as love. So whereas I'm not saying you didn't love them, what I'm saying is that if you take the amount that you loved your ex or love your ex, and then you compound that with the loss, it ends up being a much more difficult mountain to climb over because the love and the loss feel like they're just combined together and that can cause the loss to feel like it continues to pile up and to go to a higher and higher place as far as the wound that you felt, the hurt that you've had. And so it's key to actually try to separate love from loss because whereas again, I'm not saying you didn't love this person, I can tell you that I've talked to a lot of people who weren't very happy in their relationship and were even thinking about leaving the relationship themselves. But then when the other person preempted them and broke up with them first, all of a sudden 
they felt that they really loved this person so much more than they did before. A lot of times I even have to point out to them, you know, just a few weeks ago, you were talking about leaving this relationship. I remember a coaching client who told me that he was going to break up with his girlfriend, that he was convinced she wasn't the one. Two weeks later, I spoke with him again, thinking we were going to be talking about that some more. And he actually informed me that he had been dumped, that she broke up with him. He was crying and asking me how in the world he could get her back, that she was the love of his life. And I had to actually remind him. As a matter of fact, he argued with me over whether he even contemplated leaving her. So what happened there was you take the amount that he loved her and the amount of the loss and it combined feels like one single thing. When what we need to do is separate the love from the loss. Feeling loss, feeling that someone could reject us, could walk away from us, could not want us is an injury and it hurts. And so it feels just like hurting over how much we love them and feeling love toward them. In some ways, it's similar to when someone dies and one of the problems that someone faces in their road to living forward and to being stronger, because they're not ever going to just fully get over the death of a loved one, but they will feel sorry for the person who died as though you're not here with us anymore. You're not getting to enjoy your family and your friends and things that we would do together and special moments. And they feel sorry for this person, which is certainly something to mourn and grieve. But what they will do is they will combine that with other hurts associated with that person passing away. And it makes it more difficult. And it's similar with a breakup. We've got to separate love from loss. So try to think back on the relationship itself, what it was like, what you felt in the relationship. It could be you were perfectly happy, which makes it even more difficult. But if you really think about it, odds are good that things were not just as perfect as maybe you are painting them to be. It could be that things were really good, but even then there's an element of separating the love from the loss and deciding which part of this is me feeling rejected, which part of this is me in shock that someone could walk away from me, where I feel that my value is being lowered, that I'm not worth staying with, that maybe I'm not as attractive as I had thought or hoped that I was. That's the loss talking. And so when you can separate that, the good news is the loss goes away faster. And so that's when things become more manageable. It becomes like a snowball going down a hill. You collect momentum and more power to go further in this process. The third mind step that will help you to move on after being dumped is to take things one day at a time. This is so important with any worthwhile endeavor in life. That is to take it one day at a time because we feel like we can take on so much and get it done in one day. And that's not the case. Second of all, you don't know what the future holds. And so we try to literally fight a battle that's not even in front of us. We basically bring it to us in our present and it robs us of our present, but it also makes it to where we are taking on more than we are emotionally capable of taking on. When you live too far into the future and you're dreading the future or you're worrying about the future, you're thinking months ahead, you're doing too much, you're making it too difficult, and you're going to give yourself a lot of anxiety and worry and sorrow. When you can try to bring it right in front of you, this minute, this second, this hour, this day, this is what I need to deal with right now. Just one day. What's in front of me? Because you are not going to get your ex back in one day. It is going to take time. That is something that in two decades, I have certainly learned that this is a process, whether it happens or not, it will take time. 
And so there's no point in putting all this pressure on this day in terms of accomplishing all that you want to accomplish. What you do is you do your best with the day in front of you and you don't go further than that in your mind. You stay right here, focused on doing your best in the moment. Today is all you have to deal with. That is all the responsibility that you should take. That doesn't mean that you don't be responsible and plan for the future, but once you've done what you should do, what common sense tells you to do, then it it's when you dial it back and you focus on this moment. This is all that you are responsible for, what's right in front of you. And when you think too far ahead, when you worry too far ahead, that's when you develop anxiety and nervousness. That's when you can feel all this dread for the future because you're taking on too much. You're not guaranteed tomorrow, but you do have this moment right here. And so if you get the most out of it, you get the most joy you can, love from those around you, which I'll be talking about in just a minute, and you get the focus of this moment. Because when you're thinking so far ahead, you're not able to do as much as you could, as well as you could in this moment. I have a video on overcoming anxiety after a breakup that I will link to in the description below. And one of the things that I talk about is that when you are doing wonderful things in your life, having special moments with people, birthday parties, celebrations, going out to dinner, just having a wonderful time with friends, family, or when you're trying to enjoy something like a sport or watching a game, what happens is people will oftentimes express later how it seemed like it just happened so quickly and they missed it. Like they didn't get to really enjoy it for all it was worth. And that it almost seemed like it wasn't living up to what they built it up to in their own mind. And that's because we live too much in the future. We're planning, we're thinking. It's almost as though we're bypassing this moment to live in the future. And then when it gets here, we're thinking of a future moment beyond that. And so we don't actually get to live in this moment. And so we're not getting to enjoy things. We're not getting to soak it up for all it's worth. And a lot of times when I'm coaching someone on how to put their best foot forward on a date, I will tell them, stay right here in this moment. Don't try to eat as fast as you can. As a matter of fact, sometimes I'll even encourage people, eat something before you go on the date because eating is not the main event. The main event is a conversation and an experience with this person where you are enjoying the seconds in front of you, not the hours or days in your future. And that's how you really enjoy the moment. You're not worried about what's happening in the future. You're enjoying and getting the most out of the moment. And so with that process, I'm able to help people actually enjoy those special moments and really just have a lasting memory and a lasting experience that they can take with them and get something positive from even years later. It's because you learn to focus on the moment in front of you. And when you do that, you have a much smaller amount to bite off, a much smaller responsibility to have to deal with. And so you accomplish more, you experience more, and you can move on faster if that's what you do. Because you can't get your ex back today anyway. All you have to do is get through today. All you have to do is focus on today, just one day at a time. It is so important. And most of the successful people who I interact with and coach have become very good at focusing on just today, just this moment. That way they can actually do their best in the moment and get the most out of the moment. And they do themselves a favor because they are not developing anxiety from worrying about something that hasn't even happened yet that they're not having to deal with. 
that could not even happen because it's out in the future somewhere. That's too much. And so they do themselves a favor by just focusing right here, what's in front of them, this second, this minute. The ones who do it best focus on the second. But just start with just today. Just today is all you have to deal with. The next mind step to help you move on after being broken up with is a simple Q&A session with yourself. And it's one question. And I encourage you to ask yourself this question whenever you feel in your stomach the pain of the breakup, the pain of not being able to move on so far like you've wanted to, and anything associated with the situation that you're wanting to move on from. Ask yourself this, can I move on from this? And then simply answer it, yes. Yes. And that's all you have to do. It's really that simple. You just ask the question, can I move on from this? Yes. Not saying I have to move on from this, not saying I haven't yet, it's taken me so long, or anything like that. There's no struggle, no pressure, no expectations. It's just a simple question and answer. Can I move on from this? Yes. It's a way you can encourage yourself, but it also removes some of that pressure of having to do it right away. It opens the door that you can move on. It does a lot of the things I've already mentioned, but it reinforces it, and it also it allows you to relieve some pressure because if you try it, you'll actually realize I feel better. Now, do you feel perfect? No, but it will help you. And day after day of you asking yourself this question, you can ask yourself this question several times a day. You'll be surprised at how much better you feel. In some ways, it's like the directed laughter that I talk about in my video, Overcoming Anxiety After a Breakup, which I will link to in the description below. And I talk about it in my emergency breakup kit, which I will also link to in the description below. But it's a powerful thing that you will just be amazed because it sounds so simple. Just a simple question and answer from yourself, but you will feel so much better. So give it a try. The final mind step I will mention is that it is important for you to focus on relationships that you have in your life. And I don't mean romantically. Because if you're still hurting over this last relationship, you may not have taken enough time. And a lot of people will encourage you to go out on dates to get over this person. And whereas that's maybe not the worst thing you could do, it's actually not the best. It's not the most productive and it could be a negative. Because you want to take enough time to mourn and grieve so that this next relationship is not a rebound. And so that if this person does find out, because they should, that you just got out of a serious relationship, well, if it was only a couple of weeks ago, how is that going to look to this other person? You're already dating. He or she is going to kind of wonder if you're ready, what their place is. It can really set up some awkward or some at least difficult things that may make the relationship not happen or keep it from happening. But what's most important is that you want to wait until you are emotionally ready. Grieve, mourn, give yourself that time and give yourself time to be stronger. And then you will be ready to actually put your best foot forward and to get the best experience out of the situation, be in the right mindset for the right person, instead of trying to operate with a hole in your heart, so to speak. But I'm talking about focusing on people who are your friends, who are your family, who are close to you and who won't break up with you. Become your own booking agent. Get your phone, go in the contacts, start texting people. Are you free Tuesday night? Go bowling, go on dinner dates with friends. Go rock climbing. Go to the driving range. Walk your dog with your friend. Go have drinks. Have movie night. Go out on a boat. Go swimming. There's all kinds of things and activities you can do with your friends. Even if it's just as simple as, would you like to come over and have coffee? 
and try to catch up with some of those people that you haven't seen in a while. Rekindle some of those relationships over simple things. And you can actually practice staying in the moment, getting the most out of this event. But feeling the love from other people is something that can help you to move on, to move on faster at least. You want to feel that unconditional love from a family member or a longtime friend. And you should not try to jump into a romantic relationship, most likely if you're watching this video. Only you can decide that. But just remember, if you're still hurting over this last one, you're probably not going to be able to focus on a new one. But really surrounding yourself with people who love you, planning activities so you're not just sitting at the house hurting and wallowing in this is going to be something that will help you. So get on your phone, go to those contacts and start booking events with your friends and family. Please subscribe to this channel. Click like if you like this video. Check out my emergency breakup kit. This has been Coach Lee and as always, thank you for watching.